Yes, yes, yes. We are here for another episode of Kinks and Drinks. This is your host, Mansa. Here, my other fellow co-hosts. It's Queen Sasha. Hey, hey, it's your girl Cherise. Yes, yes, we up in here. This is episode six, and we're yes. focusing on, yo, my first love. <laughs> so, this is going to be a really deep one today, guys. Ain't nothing sexual. <laughs> Sorry. Ain't nothing too sexy this time. You know what I'm saying? We're getting real deep into love and relationships. Getting and in our today, feelings today. Word, in our feelings. In your bag. Facts. <laughs> So, you know, before we begin, though, you know, we always got to start off the show with the signature drinks because this yes. is Kings and Drinks. I'm going to turn it over to Sasha. What's pop? What's the drink of the episode? The drink of the episode is Lover's Rock. This is from our bartender here, Cherise. So it's dark rum, coconut rum, sorrel, ginger, and a hint of lemon. And Mansa put also put a little little touch of cayenne pepper. This yeah. cayenne pepper got me sweating. <laughs> Give a little heat to but the it lovers. Good. Rock. Yeah, man. So you can sprinkle a little bit on that. Yes, make this for your your wife at home. She worked all week. It's Friday. I'm making it for my goddamn self. You a jerk. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> if she want to get some, she can get some. Yeah, it's for my goddamn self first. But anyway, man. Um. So before we jump into our topic, we definitely doing a new segment that we want to kind of uh, introduce to y'all called "Let Me Talk My Shit." Yes. You know what I'm saying? And um, I I, I kind of want to start off. Oh Lord. Because I really want to talk my shit today. First, I, I want to talk about Shensia. Um, I just seen a picture of Shensia. Uh, before her. audience, before he finishes his story, there is a poor broken chair because of this. This, <laughs> this, is, this, this caught me off guard, man. Um, Shensia is, I, I don't know what the, the picture doesn't really say. It says a lot. You know what I'm saying? It say a, a picture is worth a thousand words. And she's hugged up in bed with a so-called friend. Um, as a Jamaican, I am I'm not appalled by it, but I'm a little bit su- surprised. I didn't know she would have introduced it to us in such a way. Why are you so surprised? I, What's surprising I, about this? You know what? The, the part of the allure of sincere for me was the fact that you know, I thought maybe if I make it one day, I could fuck. I think that's that's part of the allure of every artist, right? Uh-huh. You think if you can get there one day, you know what I'm saying, you might be able to smash. Well, to say you still can't, right? I, I don't know. It just seemed like they were really in this loving position. I, I feel I, like you're taking this picture and running with it. I, and that's what she, with the topic, too. That. All she said was thanks for being there. But the girls asked, her ass, this is an intimate time. They look like just finished fucking. But you don't know what she been through. She got, you know, she has a child. That may have been her first love. Look, and she got her first heartbreak. Because y'all very, men is dogs. I'm very, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, I felt a little hurt by that. But. I let her live her life. Yeah, she got to live her life. And I, I and she got every right to live and do what the hell she want to do. I think it just caught me off guard today. <laughs> it caught me off. I felt like she needed to do a press conference to kind of like break the news to a slow. Cause we all, I'm all like, yo, Shansia. But she ain't say nothing. <laughs> she said thanks she for is. being there. And she was there. And her was out in the picture. Sexually. In, sexually. Maybe she not getting no good cocky. <laughs> you never know. Oh, uh, look, anyway, man. And it, my next thing is, is Safari. I, I, no, I just want to no. say. Nah, that video was funny. I don't care. Let's look. leave Safari alone. Safari still is losing his Jamaican car. Like he's, I thought he was going to get it back in the next year or so. He, he's continually showing us that he does not deserve a Jamaican car. Why? Um, he's out here protesting fur. 
Um, my nigga, there's a lot of people, a lot of things need to, need to be protesting. But he does. I don't give a fuck about He protests a lot of things. Look, I, he protests black on black crime. When? I ain't never seen him post. He protested in New York. I heard that he protested for the y- Yanni thing with the guys in jail. Yes, yeah. Which I respected. Okay, but, there for but, that. I, but why are we protesting fur? Because he like a lot of fur. I mean, tell Safari to sit down somewhere, son. Leave Safari. Why are you trying to take the nigga fur? Do what you gotta do, They bro. done, they wanna they want to um, ban people from wearing fur. Yeah, well, that's it for me, man. That's yeah, my talk your shit, man. I, 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 it's Safari, you know what I'm saying? Stop. Safari, Stop. don't listen to man so he's been Stop, hating on man. you from day one. Stop, <laughs> Live your life. Straight. Leave him in his furs. He paid good money for his fur. Yes, because yeah. we killing goats and chickens more, and eating them. There's more other important issues to be focusing on than fucking fur, my guy. He's done a lot of important issues. All right, look. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it alone. That's my shit. That's, That's his shit, shit for, for today. I mean, yeah, 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 y'all up, y'all up. So what I gotta talk about today? This abortion ban. That's my shit. I want to talk oh, about that's today. Crazy. That's bullshit. I don't understand it. Ain't no way in hell y'all gonna have to lock my ass up. I'm letting y'all know that from it now. So crazy. Because if my eleven, uh-uh. you heard the eleven year old daughter girl that girl got, they got, got raped. raped. My eleven year old child not having no kid. Right. And then got her pregnant. You know I I don't understand like. The Republicans and, and, and the whole thing. That's why somebody got to kidnap all their daughters. Now, today, Charlemagne came out and he had a donkey today, but he actually used it to sh- talk about what he thinks is a theory. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with the theory when she's saying that white people are trying to maintain their, their political power by continuing to have more white people. So, in 2040, it's predicted that Latinos are going to be the majority in this country. Mm-hmm. So all the policies that are being instituted now, like the Mexican ban and, and all these other, you know, them doing abortion, is supposed to be able to say, like, I'm a whole white people, you know, white people want to make sure that they have enough people yes. that they can maintain their political power in this country. So I feel like that's part of it. Mm-hmm. It's an old barbaric laws that they yeah. try to throw us back to. A woman should have every right to do what the hell Then they want to implement body. a rapist to to adopt kids like what that's crazy man I don't, yeah. I, don't, I never what's that one about I never um, that Alabama one. senator or oh please they all are in breeds anyway so yeah, yeah. they like to sleep, man. sleep with each other cause none sister white people's on some different shit baby. they are they, are they got a whole bunch of different things the shit I'm gonna talk about is this measles outbreak oh shit right. it's Girl. killing me this I don't understand people these people yes. are coming from this these countries on the other side of the Mason Dixon line and bringing <laughs> their diseases to Brooklyn. And then you don't want to immunize your child. It's been, it's they only shut down like all of Williamsburg, Park Slope. It's Wait, all I didn't know this. Yes. Y'all haven't been watching the news that I, was, that I saw. Because no. they don't want to, some people don't want to immunize your child. Immunize your child. Yeah, there's a lot of fake news shit going on where people telling people like, oh, if you immunize your child, you're going to get some type of, wait, what do they call that? They think it calls autism. Autism, there it is. And nah. stuff like that. And like, that have autism no that's never been immunized. That supports it. Yeah, we gotta, and then that's to show the power of social media out here. Be like, we've got to do better. We've got to, you know what I mean? Like, you got kids out here. Measles was supposed to be done. Done. Gone. And it's coming, it's coming back with a vengeance. It's now it's making a comeback. And look at where it's at. 
In Berkeley. It's coming to the four neighborhoods, right? Right. Our hood. Man, come on, man. And you know what? A lot of folks were saying, there's a lot of other, you know, these people, I don't know where they come from. Um, but we've got to really protect ourselves. Yeah. Let me have your child. Yeah. Come yeah. on, man. Come on. But anyway, look, that's that's, that's our, our segment. Talk your shit. You know what I'm saying? Let me talk my shit. And um, so we're gonna jump right into the topic, man. My first love. Man. What's the who's, who made that song? That's um Avon and Kiki right? Wyatt. My first love. <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> that's my check. <laughs> they don't sing songs like that no, no, they, they sure don't What songs about fucking and shit Nobody wants to be in love No music soul child no, no so, I mean look What's y'all first love man what, Shree, What's your first love what's... Oh man Okay so you know how they say You ain't really in love when you a kid And da 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 mm. But I believe my first love The dude that I felt like I loved the most I met him when I was 12 years old What? Yes. We we was good on and off till I was about twenty twenty one. Well, how old was he? We the same age. Oh, like a month oh, apart. Okay. We wasn't we wasn't far in age. You met in middle school? Nah. First I met him in summer school. So I'm <laughs> from the backwoods of Long Island. Left behind, man. For those who don't know. <laughs> and um Yo, I acted the fuck up in school. I don't care. So what? <laughs> Anyway, boy, I had to go to summer school. Study a book. <laughs> and we had to go to summer school in Long Island. You had to go to summer school. You couldn't go to summer school at where you went to school. You had to go in the backwoods somewhere. Oh, I have masses. So this boy was fighting somebody else for me, minding my black business like I always do. <laughs> they bump into me as they're fighting. So now I'm fighting. <laughs> Wait, you was fighting three, two niggas? <laughs> Listen, I was bad as shit at this time. Okay, okay. So whatever. Me and him curse each other out. I get home from school. My cousin at my house waiting and I get a knock on my door. It's this nigga at my door. <laughs> so like I said, like you don't go to summer school where you live. So I'm like, how the fuck did you find my crib? His cousin lived two houses down from me. I ain't never seen this nigga before a day in my life. And that was our love story. That's how we got started. He came to my house to apologize. I was still ready to fight because I was just, that was just me. My cousin still hates him to this day because of that situation. <laughs> We're 30 now. And we was on and off like me. for so, years. So years, let me ask you a question though. Like, what was the feeling like? So uh, you guys were 12. Right. And then you were on and off till how? Um, 21. 21. What was that feeling like? How did you, how would you describe your first love in terms of the feeling and the emotion? I don't, I guess now that I'm an adult, I feel like I really haven't been in love since then. Because the way I felt about him, I haven't felt about anybody else since then. Oh, so that is you your know? first love. So, what, is it the, the butterflies in the stomach, the just emotional connection? I, I think it was more of the emotional connection than anything. Because it was just like we both, even though we were young, we both had a lot of shit we were going through. Mm-hmm. And it was like we still found our way back, found our way back, found our way back. So the way we ended up breaking up for good was. Wait, before you even get into the breakup, what was the courting process like for y'all? How, how did that happen? Because you met him, he came to the door after a fight. Mm-hmm. Madhood, by the way. Very. <laughs> um, he apologized, which I respect, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, what was the courting process between that time to when you realized when you were in love? I mean, it wouldn't have been a courting 
wasn't process. I was like 12, 13 years old. <laughs> like, it wasn't really much. It was a little thing. We'd be outside till two in the morning on the step. You ain't leaving yeah, on the step. <laughs> um, um, you know, little things, movies, things like that. But then, you know, you're young, so you automatically think this is going to be the man that's going to be with me for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And he ended up moving and then coming back. And then that's when I was pregnant by somebody else but I was he was still just like if you still want to be together we can still do this and after I had my daughter we was together for like maybe like a year or two but now I'm an adult so now other things pointing out to me like them butterflies they ain't the same no more yeah Yeah. (laughs) but him I think my relationship with him affected me a lot like I feel like I can't I I lost a lot of trust in a lot of people. It, it definitely affects my relationship now. I don't like dating Virgos. Mm. I don't care. I take it out on the whole time. Woo! I don't like dating hey, Virgos. Man, to that Lord. <laughs> I thought it was here, Sharice. Woo! What? You a Virgo? <laughs> I do this with y'all. Yes, it affects my life now. I don't like dating Virgos. Virgos. Um, I don't know. I just feel like... Nancy is a Virgo. Yeah, I know. Pain in the ass. That's crazy. I, I, I really don't understand with this whole Virgo thing. Yes, the Zodiac it's sign you, it messes up the It messes you up for... It messes up for everybody. Uh, you see, and it's all right. So you go through this process. He, You feel like... So what do you do to hurt you and then makes you feel that you, you know this impacted you in such a way? What do you do to hurt you? He stole from me. He stole from you? Mm-hmm. Shit. He mm. stole from me. This is the person since, you know him since 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And what happened? What led up And he was cheating on me with another girl named Sharice. Mm. Mm-hmm. Virgos ain't wow. shit. Wow. Yeah. All right, so Vir- Virgos are, <laughs> we are human beings. Y'all are cheaters. <laughs> We're human beings like everybody else. <laughs> so, like I said, all right. So, tell me a story about when you cheated on what, 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 what was that whole situation? I mean, um, stole from you. Okay, so we was in that relationship. He didn't work. Yeah. I worked. I had my own apartment and everything. So, he was staying with me. Uh-huh. He would drop me to work and then come pick me up. He had my car. He would have right. my car all day. And then I noticed the visor was broken. So I'm like, what the hell happened to the visor in the passenger seat? Like, you have people in my car, da, da, da. So he told me I had my homeboy in my car. Girls are ruthless. Homegirl hit me up. We knew each other. I lived in a very small town in Long Island. Hit me up like, oh, yeah. Um, I fucked your car up. Da, 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 da. What? Yeah. So the girl hit you up to tell you she mm-hmm. fucked your car up? Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So after that came out, that's a cheating part. What happened mm-hmm. to the stealing part? Um, okay, so I, I rented an apartment out of somebody else's house at the time, so I didn't like leaving my money. And I was on the, at that time, I was, I'm not putting my money in the bank. I didn't want to my money. So I always kept my money in my glove department. Once again, I was young, I was dumb, 18, 19 years old. He always had my car. I went to go pay my rent, my money was gone. He was the only one who ever had the car. That of course, bitch, to this day, he won't admit it. That bitch probably spent your money. Yeah. Wait, so you left your money, you left the rent money in the car. Mm hmm. And he, and then it ended up missing. It was about, about what? About $800, $900? Yeah, yeah. But at that time, yeah, about $800, $900. That's a lot. That was good times, and then when rent was like that. Sure yeah. was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not no more. Not no more. Yeah, it was about $800. $800, man, for that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's unfortunate. So you felt like that level of trust impacted you later on. Yeah. And after the cheating part happened, too, it made you a, a, an animal. 
turns you into to a beast. Mm-hmm. Okay. A beast. Now you don't trust that at all. It's hard for me to trust it. I like I feel like I have to get one up on somebody before they get it on me. <clears throat> How hurt were you? I was hurt. I really thought I was gonna spend the rest of my life with this person. This was the person you would thought you were gonna marry. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so you were did you go through like bouts of depression throughout the whole situation at that point? Nah, I bounced back quick. Wow. How did you bounce back? I moved along. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ain't gonna hold you like I bounced back quick, like I moved along when started dealing with other people. Right. But I think because we did so much on off, on off in a way in the back of my mind, I thought we were gonna hop back on. Uh, but then I ended up moving to Brooklyn. And that's and then that was it. Where is this person now? He's still o- over there. Mm. Matter of fact, he just got married the other day. Congratulations. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Congrats to you, Mom. Yeah, he just got married. Anyway, I ain't congratulating shit. Nah, nah, I'm over that. Congratulations I'm a to you, boo. Yeah, that's interesting, man. I'm, my first love experience was um, a Trinidadian girl. No lie. Chiguanas. Chiguanas. I keep telling you, Chiguanas, Chiguanas. You know what I mean? So basically, what ended up happening was I met this girl while I was in college, and um, went to I went to SUNY Albany, and um, she was an EOP girl. You know what I'm saying for those motherfuckers who know about EOP, Educational Opportunity Program. We didn't for the broke motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to y'all. Got a little opportunity in college, and so um, we ended up getting together and shit, and. I used to be in the church, the church kind of person back in the days too. Like I was man, like Christian oriented. So I really took the relationship dead serious. I used to walk around campus. Now, motherfuckers gotta understand when you walk around campus, right? Campus is like literally the access to women and like y'all all day together. Mm-hmm. And when you hold the hand of a girl, that was fucking significant on campus. Cause you laid out the fact that this is you. I used to swing hands with this girl. Everybody knew I was with her. So I, I, I you asked my homeboy, so good, Jay. I used to be out there. Yeah, you was on some loving basketball. Yo, I was. That was my <laughs> group. You know what I'm saying? I held her down and shit. So over the course of those two years, like you know what I'm saying, like I really thought this was gonna be the woman that I was gonna end up marrying. Just like how you felt, Sharice. Mm-hmm. I felt like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I really had fallen in, 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 in love in that kind of way, and I never really had that kind of level of experience. Her mother had um, during that time passed away from cancer, and um, I held her down. Like, during that time period, she used to be crying, you know, dealing with the tears and the, the emotions behind that. She almost felt like she wanted to kill herself, doing all that, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I just really helped to be there for her, lie with her during those nights when she was crying, helping to get her up in the morning. So she, I told her, like, look, you got to go, you got to go graduate because your mother would love for you to do that. And you got to make sure that you... Definitely celebrate her and also honor her legacy by you doing well. So I kept on top of her to make sure that she was okay and that she was cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe like the second year um, after going through that whole process, I left for the summer to go work down the city and she stayed up here, um, up in Albany to like volunteer and doing work for the EOP. I get I, that's something that we meet me and I was arguing back and forth, just going back and forth. Didn't understand like why we was having these arguments. When I get back to school, my homegirl Nakia, shout out to Nakia, my old my homegirl 
from JA came up to me and was like, yo, B, um, I heard some shit, my nigga. I'm like, what you heard? But she told me like, yo, listen, there's some, there's some frat motherfucker. And yo, I think you need to talk to your to your girlfriend about some shit. That stroll out, huh? Yeah, I see that. Right? <laughs> I said it was an alpha nigga too. That's what I think. It was an alpha nigga. I remember approaching her about it, and yo, she just started crying. Like I asked her, yo, like I heard this shit, like what's going on, and yo, she just broke down crying. And the thing I think that hurt me the most about that moment was like, I literally, she told me that she did it because of curiosity. Not for mm. nothing else. Not like I did dirt, did her dirty, we weren't communicating right. It was the idea of curiosity. Now, I understand that I was the first person that she ever had sex with. And so I took her virginity mm. and all that other shit. But at the same time, I just felt like super betrayed because here was somebody that I was repping. You know how much pussy I turned down on campus? There was times when my nigga Jade was like, yo, D, roll me somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Do this, that, and the third. And I was really missed nah, the fucking you in love. You in love. You in love, you in love. You say I was super Mr. Faithful. No one in that right mind would ever believe that now. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> right now, motherfuckers like, nah, that's not David. But that was me back then. I was super committed to my relationship. So you- everything I could tame it and make sure it was strong. After that shit, I was a different motherfucker. It changes so you. So long-term, super cold, son. Right? We tried to get back together. Shit didn't go. Or I was going back and forth with her. And I just started dealing with other girls. I, and, and what happened was I hurt a lot of people in the back end because of that one situation. Hmm. And I didn't know how it impacted me till later on. I had to go to therapy. And I'm still dealing with the, with, with the, with the backlog of that shit right now. Because here's a girl who, I, when I was, when she, her, at her lowest point, when young, her mom passed away, and I helped her through that. Mm-hmm. I was the person taking care of her money in terms of finances and shit, making sure she was good, making sure, took care of that girl. And to hear that I put her on a pedestal and to find out that you was fucking on me because of curiosity changed right. my whole perspective. Yeah. So I realized that people gonna do what the fuck they wanna do when Regardless. they do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Just like you, yep. Sharice, I was like, yo, look, I'm going to get you before you get me. If any pussy came my way, I'm going to turn it down. Because I'm like, yeah, you might be faithful now. But I don't know what the fuck you're going to do two, three years from now. Right, and I don't know. What, I don't, you never know what nobody's up to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking to myself, like, no, nah, I'm just going to do me. And I think I hurt a lot of people who definitely were well-meaning and had my best interests at heart. And that's how it impacted me in terms of my first love. Yeah. Like, that's really, really... That's really it, you know what I mean? So I, I think that, you know, I, she's married now. I know she got a kid and shit like that, and, you know, kudos to her. But, like, I know for a fact. I, and I know I heard her, too, because, like, we was going back and forth and shit. And to the point where she called my mother once. I'll never forget this shit. My mom called me on the phone. Yeah, baby. What happened to the girl? And I'm sitting here like, yo, mom, did she tell you what she did to me? That's mom couldn't true. tell me, but my mom think I'm like my father just all the time. Like I was out here just doing dirt and she's your fault. She kept on blaming mm-hmm. me. Caribbean mothers never be on your side, son. <laughs> nope. I'm telling you right now, you got a Caribbean mother. They on your side for certain things, but not that. Especially if you a guy, she always think that you doing you're dirt. doing dirt. So anyway, that's my first love experience, man. Mm-hmm. That's my first love. Well, my first, I'm gonna say experience. 
because it was an abusive experience. Met this guy when I was like 16, 17 at high school. Friend of a friend. At that time, I could not talk to no boys, nothing. So this is my very first boyfriend interaction, anything. Um, long story short, it got abusive. It started with like a push here, a shove there, mm-hmm. a screaming match there. Well, Sharice, you, I mean, sorry, Sasha, you're going past this really fast. Like, how did you meet them? Like, I said I met him in high fan. school. At high school? What? It was a friend of a friend. Friend. And mm-hmm. I told you I couldn't, ha- I wasn't able to talk to no boys or nothing. I have older brothers. I'm the youngest. I'm the baby. So you did this on a low, low. Very low, low. Because I didn't know what I was doing. And you were, you were here in the U.S., right? Yeah, I was like okay. 16. Okay. I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, hush. <laughs> I was 16. I didn't know nothing about no boy, liking boy, none of that. Mm-hmm. So we talked. He wasn't able to use the phone like that. Oh, I remember them days. But, you know, I'm the only one there, so I had a cell phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, <laughs> <all> right. <laughs> well, you could call me if you want a house phone. Right. You know you can't use no Caribbean mother house phone. No, never. Please. But how have you had a cell phone back then? She got me a phone. Your mom? Mm-hmm. Wow. That was a good mom. I, ain't a cell- I, I got my own cell phone when I was in college. That's no stuff. I got my first cell phone in 7th grade. Yeah. yeah. I had to take the bus home. I take was the, You know? I was the last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody else had to be. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I was both spoiled anyway. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it, it started just friends going to movies, probably, because um, all of our friends were friends. Right, right. Um, then it started with the shoving, pushing. The first incident we had, um, got into an argument. Remember AIM back in the day? Shout yeah, out to AIM. AIM, yeah, AIM yeah. Messenger. Um, I had a girl message me, like, out of nowhere. Oh, I was fucking your man, and I'm like... So I'm like, well, who's this? And you know, I got a sidekick. I got the brand new sidekick. I'm like, um, but who's this? (laughs) And we got into an argument and he like shoved me into the wall. And I'm like, I was kind of taken back. I'm like, okay. He said, sorry, after another argument we had was a push. We had argument in front of. AutoZone on Utica. Oh, you on AutoZone by Utica? Oh, you calm, man. It's history out there. That's <laughs> um, crazy. I went there the other day. Anyway. He uh, pushed me into the, to the bus. What? Yeah. It was a very abusive relationship. You lost your virginity to this guy? Yes. Jesus. Very abusive, very... Like heckling Jekyll and Hyde. Now he had issues. Was he a Taurus? He was a fucking Scorpio. Mm. Oh. Mm. And yeah, you know he had <laughs> issues. None of that. Yes, it does. I remember one time, like he went upstate, didn't tell nobody he was going upstate. Went upstate. Another girl texts me, "Your man is up here in my apartment." Wait, how we in high school. This nigga is slipping up too. I just want to say. Back in the day, niggas was they, they always slipped up. They, and he didn't care because he always the way they are now. that he used like issues that he was going through as his like cult to like make me understand why he do what he do. 
So he had a. He was uh, not only um, he was manipulative, right? But it was abusive. So he had a. His mom wasn't around. She was on drugs, and his pops used to beat on his moms. So he thought so that his shit with, was okay, right? That his yeah. shit was cool. Um, the the what was it for me was when um he came and we got into an argument about something and. He grabbed me by my hair and dragged me by my hair. Jesus. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? You fight you all, all the these people. You, if I had brothers, I would sick them on everybody. Like, and that was it. He's tried to fight me after that. Mm-hmm. He punched in the window in my mother's apartment building, cut his hand completely open was so irrational he fucking told the EMT people that I'm a bitch and I tried to kill him left out Kings County they done put his ass in a fucking G building he's mentally unstable Uh, no I don't know where the fuck he is he needs to be in the fucking G building he tried to fight me in front of (laughs) Quan. what what yeah crazy because we were all friends of friends and I'm not friends with anybody anymore because they didn't understand the fact that Y'all don't understand. Y'all have to make a choice. We can't cohabitate. We can't be friends because he doesn't understand what being a friend is. I'm not your girl. So you can't come trying to fight me every time you get drunk. And that's what he used to do. Get drunk and want to fight. Yeah, man. I, look, I don't so that was motherfuckers. And I'm sorry to hear that. That shit is just fucked up. You so that mean? brought a lot of issues. Yeah. I trusted how nobody. Do, how do you... Yeah, how do you manage now in terms of... Um, after dealing with that kind of situation, mm. going through that abusive moment, and I've had counseling about it before, but mm. nothing too crazy. I just dealt with it because mm. I've had people come up to me and be like, "Oh, well, you must have liked it," because no. you kept going back. Fool, I didn't like it. Just when you in a mental state, right? Mm-hmm. In that kind of and, and you trying to help somebody, I was pregnant by this person. I done lost the baby at seven months by this person. Like, it's a lot that went on with that situation. It wasn't just, oh, yeah, well, you just stayed. People think it's easy just because somebody's treating you like that to go. It's really not. You're mentally caged. You're mentally there. And then when he he was going through his own shit. So, like, when his pops would show up, it's like... I got to make sure and help him because I know he's going through this Right, and us as women, we naturally want to help. We naturally Mm want to make sure you're good. His grandmother done talked to me. His cousins done talked to me. Oh, just stay with him and he's going to... Like, that's the kind of mental shit you got to go through. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. You know, I've... I've, You know, recently I heard a story um, from a co-worker of mine they were sharing that day at their job. Somebody showed up and like... This was a lesbian couple, and girl broke the girl's jaw, son. Like, broke what the, the fuck? Had the jaw swinging and shit. And, um, you know, I came into the office, went and spoke to them a little bit, and I was like, yo, what happened to your you know, person at your job? But I'm out right back at it. I, I, I mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to just imagine, like, going through that. Because for, for me, I'm just like, yo, come on, son. Like, that's just like somebody putting their hands on you, you know? And I know it's more complicated than that, and I can't look, we can't look at it in simplistic ways. Right. And I had situations mm-hmm. where I done came outside and seen somebody, a guy pushing his girl on the street, 
And I, I try to protect the girl. And after I get into fighting with the dude, and I'm starting to she gonna back, come. She, she walk off with him. Right, I've never done that. Back oh, at least. Shit. Like, you know, I learn from these situations, but mm-hmm. I, it's hard sometimes for me to like understand what makes somebody <sighs> go back to a place. But I think I'm getting a better. It's it's mentally, that. and then when you dealing with other stuff, I was dealing with other things at that same time. So it's all of that combined. Yeah. My mother didn't know. She she had an idea of it. Right. She thought she walked in one day. He was standing over me and I was on the floor. And I tried my damnedest to like convince her, like, no, it wasn't nothing. But she knew. Mothers know. They know. And she talked to me and she talked, had my brother come. She had my father come, which is big. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of issues with my father. So it's all of that plays into why somebody takes that kind of abuse. But right. you have to know for yourself when enough is enough. Mm-hmm. True. True. Somebody yeah. can talk you. Somebody talk you can talk blue you to in that. the face. But you gotta make that. You, you have to know when enough is enough, and that was enough talk, for me. When I'm getting dragged by my nice hair that mm-hmm. I have on top of my head. Facts. That's a lot. That's a lot. No. That's and he was anybody that meet him, sweetest person you would think he's sweet. And I always just tell people that he's a Scorpio. Yeah, that means something, but... It means a lot. People that know who Scorpios are... We're not playing with you. That means a lot. Yeah, man. Signs play a big factor into some things. For real, real. Yeah, and let let him tell it. It's all my fault. Of course it is. (laughs) All my fault. I mean, and this is really important to know what I mean. Oh, and what did he say? He said he never closed fist punched me in my face. Oh, that's nice. Ooh, I'm back. sorry to say I'm, I'm like oh, what you bad. mean we had art and like what are you talking that. about right. you right. should have said all that my mistake my mistake how dare I you <laughs> choked Assume. me out yeah. plenty of times right. you know, and, as I blacked out right. because you didn't punch me and we're good unfortunate. And, and you know every first love experience is tough and I think that it's important that we all know kind of how that impacts us, right? Does it make you do dumb shit? Yeah, it, it, it just seems that frivolous. there's a certain level of trauma. From hearing all our stories today, I think it's like there's a certain level of trauma you experience from heartbreak. Right. And I don't know if any, if we all, cause from my hearing our stories, still, I don't know if we all have healed from that trauma. And I don't know how we could have definitely maybe prepared yourself because no one prepares you for dealing with heartbreak. Yet. No. No one ever sits down to you and tell you, this is going to be some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in a zone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're going to try to get out of that zone and you don't even know how it impacts you years later. It'd be yeah. showing up. And yo, shout out to Love Your Vibes because, I mean, this is something that I hope that they go through on the Love Your Vibes podcast to talk about the trauma yeah. of dealing with, like, a heartbreak and how it impacts you later on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's good that, you know, I think people should really recognize that first love's all great. You know, you get to get a sense of what love is. But with love comes pain. Mm-hmm. I think we, we sometimes forget that conversation when you talk to people about the concept of romantic love. Like, you know, what it takes to be in a relationship, right. too. It's well, hard being in a relationship. It's, it's hard work. loving people sometimes. It's work. It's work. It's work. It's a lot of work, man. So, you know, I don't know if I'll ever return it. And I feel like you should. I feel like I'm a jaded a little bit. Yeah. Because even though I might feel love, I might be like, yo, I'm here. 
I don't know if I could ever get to that place of vulnerability ever again. Again, that was a time when somebody would say some shit to you, and if they said it, it would hit you harder than if anybody else said. It. Right. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like somebody could say some shit to you loud and fuck, but if they said it. Yeah, right. And I thought I I was an avid fighter in high school. Anybody saw you, always fighting. Could not fight him. See? Couldn't fight him. I tried, like, and wouldn't work. I've had girls call my phone. I've had I had a girl accuse me of putting sugar in her tank. Yeah. And I'm in my bed. Sleep my shit. <laughs> I didn't even know you was messing with him. So right, I was right. Like, how would I, I, I even know if it should be How many motherfuckers you fucking? Right. <laughs> you know, I asked yourself. I'm like, like, well, goddamn, who are you? Right. <laughs> what the fuck? Who put sugar in your thing? That's the next bitch. That's crazy, you know what I mean? I mean it's, a, it's an important thing. And, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm just like, you know, as we go through kinks and drinks and we talk about all these different things, it's like, you know, it's a concept of monogamy was destroyed for me at that time for a little bit because at that point in time I'm like wondering what the hell is the point some people are like that you know what I'm saying and it take them a very long time to get to a point where they can trust like I've, I've had I've I've, I've, I have my own issues and then being in a relationship you gotta make sure that person knows that you love them and you care about them and deal with their issues with love mm-hmm. So you gotta find like a, a real balance with it. And I guess I guess the thing is questions is like how do we get past that now? As we're now moving into we're in the, we're adults now and we're dealing with our significant others and trying to build relationships, what does that look like for you? It's hard as fuck. Cause I've been <clears throat> in other long term relationships afterwards and I just wasn't all the way there. I've, you wasn't all the way committed, right? No. I, I would try. I haven't went as far as to moving in with somebody. Like, like maybe if I'm right in your face. <laughs> you know? Maybe you'll feel and more he was secure. And he was so good to me. He was so good to my daughter. And right. I was just like, I'm not there with you. I just wasn't. And he knew it. And he would try to make it work. And I was just like, even though initially he's the reason why we broke up for good, not me. I did my shit but he did some real <laughs> fucked up shit but I just felt like and when we broke up it's like I didn't care and I still in a dude I was in love with when I was younger mm-hmm. he would he can call me at any time and I would be like where you at if I was in Long Island we linked yeah. yeah I haven't seen him maybe in like two years maybe like maybe like a year now mm-hmm. but that's just how it was, but I would never feel like I'd ever be with him again. Yeah. Married or not, I couldn't be with him again. Because it's like, he didn't grow so up. Damage. Yeah. 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 So and it's like this, the Thank hurt you. I went through with him, even though I was like, you said certain things you can't do to certain people. Mm-hmm. It's like anybody else, like any of my other boyfriends, or I would box them out. Yeah. But I think I did that to them because I never did it to him. Mm. I mean, when I say box, like, <laughs> 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 and it's all that built up anger from so many years of technically being mistreated all these, all those years before. You're not taking nobody else's shit. Yeah, that's how I feel like. like I'm, not, like, I'm not going through all this his again. shit out yeah. on No Avenue. Yeah. Shout out to Nostrand Avenue. Sam but then every time I hear, I can't even <laughs> listen to it. Every time I hear um, my boo with Usher and Alicia Keys, 
That shit fucked me up. Fuck you up. That shit fucked me up. Listen, don't do that to the other relationship. Because I have a problem with that. I can't have no special songs because other people ruin other songs. Yo, I feel like, I think my, um, like, I, I get what she's talking about. Like, I think, when I, when I first, and I think when, when, when I, like, I had a situation where the relationship was so deep, like, this person showed, like, real love. Like, I never experienced somebody treating me that good. good. And I didn't know how to fuck Nope, didn't know what to do with it. Cause you were so used to being treated like it's because and I didn't trust it. I think part of the biggest reason why like it got it was crazy for me because I couldn't trust it. I think if I let myself enjoy that if it left, it would have fucked me up. So part of Because you have been there before and you didn't want to be back in that space. I never want to be that vulnerable ever again in my life. I felt like that's the kind of vulnerability that's scary to me. There's a lot of fear, I think, about people letting go and actually giving themselves to another person like that. Mm-hmm. To have a person have that level of control over your feelings and your emotions. People tell you that you're supposed to have a certain level of balance, but being really truly in a loving situation sometimes, it ain't like that. It's like you really letting go of yourself. You putting yourself on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the reason why, for me, that shit was super difficult. Mm-hmm. You put a block situations because of that. You put a block up. Yeah. And you just get immune. And then you get immune to say, like I got immune to certain shit. Like I didn't trust no nigga. Oh, you going to chill? No problem. You yeah, probably going to fuck somebody else. Fuck somebody else. Yeah. Like I, I, my, I told you, I've had, I've threw my ex shit out of my car on Notion Avenue. Now it came out that he was cheating, but I didn't give a, a well, chance. You knew that. Everybody let you know. The girl told you. Through this shit on the um, No Avenue, like no hesitation. He called me. Why the fuck would you do that? I'm not playing no games. You're playing games. Yeah. I'm not playing games. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, look, there there are relationships now. I think for women and for men that we have to learn. I guess you know to how to deal with that. I feel like. These conversations need to happen more, especially as when you have your children or people coming up. Just let them know, like, love is a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's it sounds good and everything is all great mm-hmm. and shit like that. But these things, if you don't deal with those situations, you don't deal with your pain. These are things that happen, and it manifests itself. Uh, to, you know, as we're older adults, what are we doing here? You know, what I'm saying, will we ever be able to actually be that vulnerable to give yourself? somebody that fully ever again so I don't know how it, it impacts y'all when y'all thinking about like monogamy whether or not it's actually a true thing like you can really be with like one person for the rest of your life I can, I'm can. i curious to see how y'all feel about that do y'all feel like that could work I think I can it's okay. gonna take a lot of hard work. I'm over here chuckling shit. Um, I'm saying I don't believe in you. I believe. <laughs> Thank you. I done got my ass beat and cheated on, think, so I believe in you. If I can I damn sure do that shit, you can do it too. I'm sure I can. I just have to find the right person to to bring me there. I guess. What would a person have to do? To I don't know. That? I don't right. know. All right. I and it's, no I don't even think idea. you'll be able to answer. Somebody has to 
spark something inside yeah. for you to feel like this like you is gotta the person. really you gotta with spark me. something. Don't like yeah. I'm I feel like I feel like I'm extremely simple. And I just feel like if you start making my life hard, like I just can't be bothered. I I disagree that you're simple. I believe everybody is complex. We like to talk about things in you like to pose things. I'm just a simple guy. I'm just a simple girl. Also, all I need is way more complicated than that. And I think you need somebody who's going to be able to manage, at least for me, manage my complications too. I'm still, I, we're all in a healing process. From what we just heard here today, every one of us is fucked up from love. And it's like how, you know, if we see him like, I'm just a simple person. No, we're not. I'm simple. I feel like I'm simple too. Yeah, I'm simple. I mean, we all have our shit, but I don't put my shit on other people. Yeah, I, you know. Or, or, or is it that you don't think you put your shit on other people? Maybe in your Amen. own mind, you feel like you're not doing something, but unconsciously or subconsciously, the program's still running on the back end. I feel like anything that that, that you do that we don't even recognize that we do until somebody might be able to point it out to us. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true too. I have I look, I know for me, like I I've it took me some time until I went to therapy is when I started realizing that I had a vicious cycle where if I noticed that somebody was doing something that I didn't like, instead of really having a conversation about it, more or less I started just saying, I'm gonna just do me. Yeah. Like I was looking for reasons to do that and like when I felt like uh, maybe uncomfortable or vulnerable that's when I would make moves and start doing my own dirt so it's like things like I wouldn't even recognize or understand where, where we're starting to cop up you know what I'm saying I think for me it's I've dealt with certain things I haven't dealt with other things mm-hmm. but I've watched my mother be with one person. I've never seen no other man involved in my mother's life. And mm-hmm. I think that her, my godmother, people, women around me, that's all I've seen. So that's all I know. That's how I was raised. So I'm comfortable being one per- with one person. That's not the issue. I think my issue comes up with, you know, insecurities. You done got hit on. I done got cheated on a million times. It's like you feel like, is this person going to do right? Or is this person not going to do right? going to do the right? same shit this other person did. Do I got to deal with bullshit? Or am I going to be cool? So that, those are the things that I deal with. Yeah. No, I, I totally, like, I can understand that. I can understand that. You know what I mean? I think, you know, in kind of wrapping this up like love is a very complex thing man and you know I know in our viewers we talk a lot about sex and shit and as we move forward in our in this podcast we got you know as Caribbean Americans like I I, I watch my parents you know what I'm saying they've been married for like 30 something years Mm -hmm. and I wonder to myself if I'm ever going to get there but I've also witnessed them be very unhappy in that relationship Mm -hmm. to the point where I was letting motherfuckers know like look I think you guys should definitely like I don't mind going to two Christmases like I don't (laughs) mind having two (laughs) I'm letting them know that it's comfortable if you're going to be happy I just want y'all to be happy you know what I mean and 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 so I, I do believe that you know like love exists out there and I do feel like we can always capture it it's just that it's going to take a lot of time energy and work and we have to be honest with ourselves. If we've gone through pain, and any of y'all who's been hurt by relationships, I always suggest go to therapy. 
Don't take the. If any advice you can get from Kinks and Drinks, don't take your pain and your issues out on somebody Mm -hmm. else. I've done that. I know Sharice, you've done that. Sasha, you've probably done that. I think it's one of those things that we don't know. You know, no one tells us that we need to go get. We need to heal properly before we enter the new relationship. Motherfuckers also stop getting hurt and then trying to just transition into the next relationship mad quick. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. You know what I'm saying? If you're de- and, and, and for the people also, if you're dealing with a woman or you're dealing with a man and a motherfucker's told you they just broke up with their ex, do not date them. Nope. Or the, if you're dating them, make sure you don't get no emotionally attached. Don't date at all. I don't get an opportunity. <laughs> oh, you broke with that nigga how, how long? A month ago? Oh, I see uh-huh. you in about a year. Because yeah, you need to heal. Oh. We gotta stop like just jumping in. Cause that's why we talked about one by one hoes. Mm-hmm. These are the girls that are transitioning, or the men that transition into relationships after just dealing Maybe with a broken girl, girl two weeks ago. One fucker in, in, in another full blown relationship. Yeah. You're one by one hoe. And we gotta get that right. You a one by one hoe. Stop. You need time in between relationships to heal. And also be honest, cause motherfuckers be lying. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I know I'm good, but no, you're not. You're not. You're looking for somebody to stay in that space to help you transition. Mm-hmm. You're uncomfortable be dealing with the hurt and the pain, and so you move on to another relationship quickly because you're trying to deal with that uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. So these are some tips that KD is telling for y'all, man. Like if you, you know what I mean. Being in love is never easy. It's, it's an experience. It's a beautiful thing while you're going through it. But with love comes pain, and be you just know it's gonna come. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody has a fairy tale. I met you in high school. I'm married. We got 2.5 children, yeah, house, mm-hmm. and you know, the kids and the dog. Like, it don't work like that. Nine or ten times. Then you got to put in the work. You want a relationship, put in that work. Put in that work, you know what I mean? So, that's it from us from KND, man. Yes, um, check out Fet World for the other podcast. Love your vibes. Cams. Cams. Fet, Fet Talk. Talk. You know what I mean? Check us out. We're on Spotify. And listen, man, yo, we also have coming up right now, we have, uh, we're going to be doing a segment called Just the Tip. Mm-hmm. It really is going to be for anyone who wants any advice on love, relationships. Now, mind you, we're going to tell you up front, we just some regular motherfuckers. We ain't experts in this shit. Exactly. We're just like you, but we definitely may have a different perspective on things. And if you want to get a different perspective on a situation, you want somebody to give you some feedback and some advice, check us out. We're here for you. You know what I mean? Uh, you're going to find this link on our page. Just go to the page. Go to our bio section. Click on it. It's just a tip. You're just going to go there and you can write. It's a very anonymous. Extremely anonymous. It doesn't give us your email address. It doesn't say your your name nothing you know what i'm saying so you can write to your heart's desire and share with us whatever you want and we'll definitely look and check and we'll give you your feedback um that's it from us man yo y'all be good take care man later easy